The Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show, Retirement Mastery, and Ron Richards are not tendering tax, legal, or investment advice. This content and information is based solely on Ron Richards' personal opinions and research. If tax, legal, or investment advice is required, you should seek the services of a qualified professional. This is the Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show with Ron and Julie Richards on 1310 KFKA. Now, here's Ron and Julie. Good morning, good morning, Northern Colorado. What a great day to be alive. And man, is there a lot of stuff going on in this world. Yeah, it's awesome. We are Ron. And Julie Richards. And this is the Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show. And we are just jazzed to be here. We think uh, get financially educated. Or get left behind. And I think there's so much truth to that. You know, we we all just think, you know, this the stock market's going to keep going up and up and up. And Julie says the melt-up is happening. Oh, hugely. is yeah. happening in real estate. It's happening in the stock market. It's happening wherever they decide that they want it to happen. And, you know, I think it's happening even in, you know, in America, as far as inflation goes, you know, look at the cost of everything. It's it just appears that that truck sales, auto sales, housing, health care, college education, the cost continues to rise. Right. And, and I think that it will continue for a while. I do think we'll hit a period of hyperinflation. So um, one of the things that's happening right now in the real estate market hugely is the cost of lumber. So we've been notified by builders that they're putting into their contract that they can, when you contract for a house to be built, that they can increase it due to lumber prices. Yeah, we're building a fence, aren't we? Yeah, even the fence, the cost of two by fours. We're just buying 32 by fours, and I think it was going to be 250 bucks or something just for 32 by fours. It's unbelievable. And the two by fours aren't even two by four. Well, they kind of are. Anyway, but and again, you know, we, we are big believers that you should support the community in which you live in. And so, you know, we, we like to go out and support the, the like the Wednesday Night Blues thing that we do. And we like to keep our money in the community as much as we can. I mean, don't, don't get us wrong. We do every now and then. There go is an Amazon box on our porch periodically. Oh, you could say anything but Amazon. I mean, I, again, I know it's so easy to get things through Amazon. Um, but again, support. Supporting that local business owner is is critically important, and uh, and so we just you know we're really into it, and uh, it's just one of those things that I believe most people you know would rather buy from Amazon so they don't have to deal with somebody, don't have to leave their home and that kind of thing. But going out and supporting your local restaurant, like last night we went to, it was a Friday fest just out of the blue, wasn't it? Julie? Kind of. I mean, it wasn't labeled that, but yes, I know. But there was live entertainment in the boulevard. Of both streets on both, both streets and yeah we were we were on 8th street and it was okay ben Pooh was playing and then we walked over to night is it 9th street i think so 
That'd be where seven, Bricks is. Where Bricks is. Anyway, it was packed. There was an Irish band playing there, and everybody was dancing and singing. Dancing and jig. It was it was an absolute hoot. A hoot. And we just uh, again supporting the local guys is a big deal to us. We you know Tommy with uh, Bricks was there, and you could just see the smile on his face. Wait, wait, we had to have him take the mask off first. And then we then we saw the <laughs> smile on his face. But again, support your local business owner. And again, as you go forward in retirement planning, having a mastermind team of people that help you make decisions, whether it's your CPA or an accountant, whether it's an attorney with your estate planning, maybe it's a retirement planner that that protects your assets, and and maybe it's a you know it's a person that does mortgages, um, your banker, all those people matter when it comes to putting a good retirement plan together, don't they? Yeah, certainly does, because not it, it's just so specialized, each independent thing that, yeah, you can't, you can't know it all. What's going on in the world, Julie? Well, again, trying to make sense out of nonsense. We've just okay. seen a, a huge, um, there's a lot of uh, gold being bought as Warren Buffett kind of is... For sure, signaling that he's getting out of the dollar. Well, getting out of the stock market, getting out of... Well, he's getting out of the dollar. If he's going to gold, well, he's getting out of the dollar. Again, but he's selling He's selling airline stocks. He's selling banking stocks. I know, but he's and also And he's buying, buying gold and he's buying silver. But he's buying Japanese stock. Yeah, which those... So those that's getting out of the dollar. Yeah, but those four Japanese stocks that he bought are all tied to the gold and silver market. You're right. So absolutely. But it's it's crazy. Uh, let's do the uh, snapshot. How's that sound? Wonderful. Uh, snapshot. Let's talk about the S&P 500. Had kind of a tough week this week. Uh, the S&P 500 was down $37 yesterday at $33.19. Uh, and we do a snapshot every week of the different markets that, that we pay attention to, and you should be too. And if you're not paying attention to the markets we're talking about, then I think your your advisor maybe is not giving you the right skinny, the right scoop, if you will. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 244 points yesterday. 27,657. The NASDAQ is really kind of taken on the chin, uh, down to 10,793. And the NASDAQ is made up of a ton of technology stocks, but mostly the four or five FANG stocks. The Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Apple, Microsoft, those particular stocks have held the NASDAQ up for for the last year, for sure. Um, and so so you look at that, what's going on with the NASDAQ, it was down a little bit. Oil's at forty bucks, $41, $40.91. Uh, gold finished up a little bit yesterday, nineteen fifty seven. Silver finished down a little bit, twenty six ninety five. Let me back you up a little bit. Um, back her up. Bond, back up the bus. Yeah, how'd the bond market do? Because I've been seeing things about the bond market. 0. 0.69 on the 10-year bond. 0.69. What does the 15 and 30 year mortgages look like? Um, 3.25, uh, VA 2.75. So, okay. um, yeah, it. I don't think we're going to get lower. I don't think they can even do it lower. Can you say negative know. interest rates? I can say it. So in Europe, in Italy, in France, 
in Japan, they have negative interest rates. Right, and that list keeps getting longer. It does. It does. And so when you go to make a deposit at a bank and you put your 10000 your $100,000, whatever it is, you get a negative return on your money. Yeah, so if you put in 10000 three months later you go to take it out, you've got 9900 or whatever the interest rate, right. the negative interest rate is. The point is that... Why would anybody do that in a right mind? Well, because they don't know better, I guess. That's where the financial education comes in. Maybe they but, give you a toaster or but a... <laughs> understand why they're doing it, why they are doing negative rates. They want this money getting into the market. They don't want you to save anything. They want you to put it in the stock and bond market. Right. They so, want it in ETFs. Right? right. And when this system is based on debt, they have to have more of it. They don't want you paying it off. They don't want you saving money. Yeah. And the unfortunate part is it's so hard to find a return, especially for pension funds, but especially more importantly for seniors, because I think pension funds... They'll figure it out. They'll figure out that the and they're starting to put money into cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin because they, they, they are. Know. But seniors don't have that luxury because it's it's a complicated, a more complicated thing, especially for a senior. So trying to get a return on your money for seniors is really tough, especially it, when we've got inflation. It going. really is. So so you know we talk about uncorrelated assets to the stock market, and that's what gold and silver is. That's what Bitcoin is. That's what real estate is. It's not correlated to what the stock and bond markets are going to do. And so it's important that you know when you go into retirement, you don't want all your eggs in any one asset class. And so having a little bit of money in gold and silver, a little bit of money in cryptocurrency, maybe a a little bit of money in real estate. Uh, it really is a common sense thing, and that's the new superpower: is to have common sense. Yeah, I truly, be- I truly believe it is. So, Bitcoin eleven thousand one hundred five. Wow. So, Bitcoin for one Bitcoin today, it cost you eleven thousand one hundred five dollars. That's actually down a bit, isn't it? Um, it's actually up. So well, it depends was, on when you're talking about. It was ten thousand last week this time, okay. um, and then Ethereum is at three eighty five. Litecoin is at forty eight dollars and eighty five cents, and then uh, XRP is at twenty five cents. Um, Chainlink is at ten dollars and thirty seven cents. Now there's three thousand coins out there, so these are just some of the coins that we follow. We don't really look at a lot of the smaller cap coins. Uh, that you know, there's two thousand coins. How can you? know all of them. So we look at like the top 20 coins and we pay attention to the top 20 coins. Again, an uncorrelated asset to the stock and bond market, uncorrelated to the gold and silver market, uncorrelated to real estate. So these are things that if your advisor is not talking about it again, um, you should give me a call at 970-310-4084. Let's talk a little bit about a horse race that we've got going on. I like that. I do like that Julie keeps track of this. And uh, here we go. So, so we took our stimulus money, and Julie bought an ounce of gold. June nineteenth. June nineteenth, 
and I took the exact same amount, $1,850, and I put it in Bitcoin. So we basically are putting our money where our mouth is. Not all of our money's in the stock or bond market. Not it's, it's not all in real estate. It's not all in gold and silver. It's not all in cryptos. We diversify our portfolio, don't we? Right. And we're trying to use this as a teaching tool. We are. We are. So again, we took that stimulus money and we turned, actually, we turned that fiat currency into real money, hard money. And gold and silver has been around how long? A long time. 5,000 years before Jesus, they had gold and silver. Yep. Okay. And so it's been around 5,000 years. It's not an asset that's going away anytime soon. It's a limited Scarcity. I mean, there, there's only so much gold and silver in this world. Okay. And so when you understand that and it keeps pace with inflation, it's important to know that 200 ounces of gold 100 years ago today would buy the nicest home in Greeley. Today, 200 ounces of gold will buy one of the nicest homes in Greeley. When you get that and you start to realize it's an asset that always keeps pace with inflation, everyone on the planet that is cares about retirement, that is investing towards retirement, should have a little bit of gold and silver in their portfolio. So here is the score, because we are keeping track, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. Gold, so, Goldilocks is the name of my horse, so go Goldilocks. Goldilocks is at 2050. You started with 1850. All right. So it's at 2050, and my Bitcoin blues is at 2220. You're still winning. So I'm up a little bit. You know, you were up the first few weeks. <laughs> there you go. And give that horse some more oats. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're having a good time with it. We hope you are too. But again, understanding that those asset classes are money. It's real money. It's not fiat money. It's not. Right. So understand there's a difference between currency and money. And that's that's the first basic thing yep. that we teach is the difference between currency and money. So that's kind of a snapshot of the things that are going on in the marketplace. And again, I ask people all the time, do you have a stop loss when you see the market starting to go down? Is there a point of pain in other words, where you feel pain and you feel emotional about maybe I should get out of the stock market. I have a very good friends in Loveland, and they told me I had lunch with them day before yesterday, and they told me that they've taken all the money out of the stock and bond markets, and they've gone into just basically money markets, and they're playing it safe until after the election and we get into 2021. And I said, what caused you to do that? She said, well, the, the market went down like 5% in one day, and we can't handle that kind of volatility. We're in retirement, and we're counting on this money for long-term purposes. We want a long and happy retirement. And she said, I was not happy. I couldn't sleep at night because the market was so volatile. So I ask people all the time, where's your stop loss? At what point do you say, I can't take this volatility? I'm losing too much money in the stock market. Does that make sense, Julie? Yeah, it certainly does. The The thing that I'm wondering about is if you put it just into the money market, I suppose if it's just a short-term hold, the problem is you don't know. You don't know if the stock market continues to go down, where do you put it? Because likely we're hitting hyperinflation. So I, 
I don't know. And I guess it would depend on whether this is considered investment or savings, because I look at those two things very well, these were investments for my friends. Uh, okay. This was investment money so that then, they've had in their 401k. They rolled it all into an IRA. And so this is truly, they're counting on this money for retirement. Okay, so, I would say that's investment. So I would too. So investment defines that you uh, get a return, whereas savings, you just want to protect its value. Um, and it's a percentage Versus the investment thing. So so we always look at that. So are you wanting a return on your money? Or return Is of it, your money. Or the return of your money. And so it depends on how much some should be in each. We're going balance. to talk about how that looks going forward and some things you might want to think about as we go forward in your retirement years. We'll be right back. We're back. We're back. Thanks for being with us. The Street Smart Business Retirement Show. This is Ron and Julie Richards. Today, we're talking a little bit about, you know, the marketplace and what's going on in the marketplace and how it impacts your retirement. And we were just talking at the break and Mike threw something at us that was really good because we were talking about you can get two out of the three of these things. Okay. When you talk about retirement planning and your money's at work for you, you can't have all three of these. You can't have safety. You can't have growth. And you can't have liquidity all in one package because that that truly, um, truly, so you pick get to, your best two. Pick your best two out of three because you're going to get two out of three. And Micah related it to um, when you go do business with somebody, you can get you, you can't have all three of these things: price, service, and quality. There's just no way you can have all three of those things. I mean, sure, you can maybe get a good price, but usually you're not going to get quality. And when you go to Walmart or, you know, you go, you, you're going to buy something that's maybe cheap. Um, you're, so it's not going to be a great price. It's going to be a great price, but the quality may not be there. And right. your service may not be there. Right. Well, that is true when you relate it to the investments in your retirement plan as well. So you can have safety and you can have liquidity or you can have liquidity and you can have growth, but you're not going to have safety of your money. So what what are some of the things that will provide safety? Um, I've got a client that we, we are getting ready to do some things with her, and she is in a situation where she wants income. And she doesn't want to mess around with real estate. She's just she's just not there yet. And so No, so she's been there. She's been there, doesn't want to go back there, wants something that's basically it shows up in her checking account every month and it's kind of like a social security check. And we talked <coughs> excuse me, we talked about a hybrid annuity. Um, that gives her um, gives her the income. Another Social Security check. <laughs> yep, another Social Security. It gives her income and it gives her growth. And, and you do kind of get all three with this because you do have the safety. In other words, if the stock market were to crash, she would not lose any money inside of a hybrid annuity. And I'm using the word hybrid because there's tons of different annuities out there. And this is an annuity designed to give her income, protect her principal, and give her safety. So she can sleep at night knowing that that amount of money is going in her checking account every single month. So understanding there are a lot of different ways to look at investment vehicles 
vehicles for your retirement. But most people want that peace of mind of going to sleep at night knowing that I'm not going to wake up and the stock market's down 500 or 1,000 points and I've just lost 10 or 20% of my money. And so, again, understanding that, you know, really when you look at it, and I hear your wheels turning. Well, I'm just wondering, is there any liquidity? Is it, is it, how long is it gone or Usually you tie it up for five to 10 years. You can get 10% of your principal and interest out anytime you want. But again, remember, they're peeling off. You're getting, uh, and they ran the numbers at a 7% return because it's tied to the S&P and the NASDAQ. So you get the upside of the market without any downside risk. But more importantly, she gets that stream of income. That monthly income comes in is every month. Is that a guaranteed 7% or is that based on? No, that's based on the market performance in the last 10 years. So they look at worst 10 years, they look at the best 10 years, and then they look at what the actual market has done in the last 10 years. And so that's the numbers that they run. They run at about a 7% return. And if you're not getting 4 5 6 7% on your portfolio of income that's coming in give us a call 970-310-4084 I love the looks of this product uh and there's a couple different companies out there to do it um if I had to say the company we'd have to go through a disclaimer so we're not going to say the company so if I put in 100,000 and I needed uh to pay some medical bills I could take out 10 take out 10 grand a year every year without a penalty what but remember, needed... you're also going to get a monthly income that's right. going to be deposited directly in your checking account. So you're going to have cash flow off that hundred grand, and you're going to have downside protection. If the stock market were to crash, you wouldn't lose any of your hundred grand, and you get monthly income. Okay. So what if I had to go into like assisted living or something like that? There's a doubler effect. Doubler. Okay, I know. Maybe it's not a word. I don't know. There's a doubler effect, meaning if if you started with a hundred grand, uh, you basically have a two hundred grand in the event of a long term care issue. Oh, you're so, kidding? No, they have a. It's it's unbelievable. Some of the creativeness that are coming out of these insurance companies, where they're creating these hybrid annuities, hybrid life insurance products, where you get the upside of the stock market with no downside risk, and you can take income. You've got safety, and you have long term care benefits on top of it. So, so it's picking two out of three, you don't get full liquidity. You, you do not get your get full liquidity. 10%. That's correct. And That's you're right. locking it up for a period of years. Yeah, so it, it needs to be designed that way. But if and, you can get five or 10%, I mean, if I, not 10, five, five to 7% with no risk on your portfolio, and you know that money's available in the event you need long-term care. And there's no... Toilets, tenants, or trash? <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no three T's okay. uh, with, with managing real estate. I'm in. Now, you can do that. You can manage real estate with a property manager. And and Julie and I, we, you know, we have some real estate, and we manage them ourselves because we don't have a huge portfolio. We just have a few homes. And, and so, again, depending on your level of risk, level of involvement, it's awful hard if you're wanting to travel and stuff to manage real estate, though. It is. And you still, even though you have a property manager, they're not paying for that hot water tank that went out. 
No. And when they do so pay have... for it, usually it's going to be bumped up a little bit because that's how they make money of at course. the property management. Of you course. know, they, they do. They they maybe bump it up. So they, you know, they've sent their guy out to do the analysis of what happened, why, you know, how it happened. And then they bring in the electrician or the plumber, or the HVAC, whoever it may be to fix that problem. And they make a little money in the deal. So, yeah. so uh, we don't like, we don't like paying. We're pretty tight. We're frugal. I should well, say we're pretty frugal. Um, one of the things that that we enjoy is we've put some home warranties on them and that's helped uh many times i mean we've gotten a couple of furnaces a hot water heater here here and there and dishwasher refrigerator yeah Yeah. there's those home warranties actually work and i'm kind i was kind of opposed to them in the beginning but after seeing how much they've paid um it really it's like insurance on anything right you you can buy insurance on anything they're they're a huge pain in the butt to deal with but they are it's so far worth it. So again, getting back to income, most people, you know, are, are really concerned about God, I've got all my money in the stock and bond market. I've got all my money in mutual funds. I rolled my 401k into this IRA and it's volatile. So we want to take some of that volatility off of the off of the market and put it in something that's guaranteed safe and you're going to get monthly income and you got health care we're going to take a break we'll finish it up uh on on some think good topics around retirement income around retirement safety we will be right back We're back, Ron and Julie, and this is Street Smart Business and Retirement Show. And we're talking a little bit about, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of hopium out there that we're in a market melt-up. Right. And meaning that the stock market keeps going up and up and up and, and up. And I believe that it will. Until we're, we're it doesn't. Done yet. Yeah, until it doesn't. So to me, that's hope so money. You're just hoping that, you know, this market keeps going up and up and up. And so that's hopium. Right. That's what I call it. So that's kind of hopium. Wouldn't you rather have no so money well, that you know that you about... know that you know that your money will be there when you need it the most? Right. And so we always talk about the balance of these things. Yep. And so when when Ron takes a look at a portfolio, there needs to be a balance of hope so and no so money. It truly is correct. And, you know, we look at like Social Security maximization. How can we maximize the most amount of money that you can get from Social Security? How can we maximize the most of money, amount of money you can get from your portfolio? Or if you're making that decision regarding para yep. that is not changeable, it's immutable. Well, um, it's irre- irre- irreversible. Thank you. Um, it's something that you you should talk with somebody about because it um, is not always very clear answer. And there are some ways that you can look at it a little bit differently if you um, sit and talk Especially to somebody Especially if you can do decision. it early on. If you're in your 40s or 50s and you are a teacher or, a, you know, work at the university or, or work for, you know, somewhere where you, you pay into para, it's a perfect time to look at doing what we call pension maximization. And it's a way to maximize your pension and leave your beneficiaries, when you leave this world, leave your beneficiaries with a pot of money that is tax-free and they can take off where para left off. And right. so, but, but we can do the math for you. That's right. 
That's so right. that you're able to make that decision. Once you have the numbers about, well, um, option, is it an option A and B? Option one, two, and three. Okay. Option one is this much. Option two is this much. Option three is this much. And okay. so often people just just choose to pick option two or three because it leaves the spouse a good amount of monthly income in, in their retirement. Okay. But maybe that's not in your best interest. And if you don't ever run the numbers and you don't ever analyze it and you don't look at the options of, of what if I took option one and I bought life insurance and my wife and kids or my husband and kids, they get the life insurance. But in the meantime, we've gotten a 25% more monthly income by taking option one and buying the life insurance. So often that's not done. Those those products, that's called pension maximization. And so often people overlook it and nobody's ever educated them. They go in the pair office. They just give you, hey, here's one, two, and three. You pick and choose. And, and there's really not any planning or th- well thought out a plan of attack of what's the best way to maximize our pension. Right. And it's so different for everybody. It Each is. individual circumstances just, just on the health is one. One of them, yep. but also um, on the family circumstance, whether, um, you know, however that family circumstance is, maybe there's a disabled child, there's, there could be grandkids, there could be a lot of things that change everybody's uh, different uh, life circumstances. Again, let's go back to this market melt up. I just okay. like the sound of the market melt up because that's really what's going on. We know that we know that we know that the entire stock market is being held up by the FANG stocks. If you take the FANG stocks out of the stock market, um, this market isn't anywhere near where it's at today. Those six or seven stocks have held this entire stock market up as high as it is. So go back to the Vegas thing. Put some profits in your pocket. Yeah, take some of the profits off of the table. And again, before this market corrects, and I don't know if it's going to happen before the election or after the election or at the end of next year, I'd rather be a month or two or six months early than one day too late. Right. So put it put a balanced approach and put more in the no-so money. That's right. That's exactly right. And and again, it's not rocket science. And if your advisor's not talking about it and your advisor's not talking about having hard assets like gold, silver, Bitcoin, that kind of stuff, a little bit of your money in some of those kind of hard assets, I think uh, they've missed the, the mark, if you will. And so understanding that, um, understanding that Social Security is a big decision, too. Whether you take it at 62, full retirement age, or wait till 72 uh, to take it, it's it really matters. And so if you're right. not... Putting a plan around that that's right. does matter. I think so many people, when they look at that, think, well, I'm not going to live long enough. Or... Um, you know, look at how much money I've given up waiting these four years, five years or whatever. Yeah. And what they don't what they don't really take into account is what you're doing to your spouse. Yeah. And I've said this so many times that spouse that's left has to live on what you are there because they're so well. if if it's a husband, wife and husband, typically husband dies first husband generally has more and if he didn't wait then the wife you know is trying to live on one social security check again every circumstance is different right, 
Right. It is different. So Every single person I sit in. down with has a different scenario than the last person. Right. And so once you understand that maybe that's not appropriate for everybody, maybe they have all kinds of other income, they yep. have all kinds of other assets, so it's probably not, maybe not a huge deal if the spouse passes away because there's other assets, other forms of income, other, other you know, tools to create that income or lifestyle in retirement. Our goal is to really bring people at peace with retirement and have a happy retirement and a little knowledge and create the knowledge of learning it's one thing to get education but it's another thing to learn and usually learning is meant by going through some mistakes and i made a mistake i didn't get out of the market i should have gotten out of the market woulda coulda shoulda right hindsight's 20 absolutely but i'm saying learning is more important than education And once you have the knowledge and you get it, you can't unlearn it. And so, again, learning is more important than education to me. Because education is one thing. You can forget it. Okay? But learning is the most important thing that we can have. Taking the knowledge, taking the education, and really applying it to your life, that to me is more about learning than it is, um, you know, who was it that said learning? In fact, I've got it. You keep, carry on, Julie. Well, you know, um, that's very true because I've learned um, the hard way um, several things in business that I can't unlearn. And so when I'm talking to a business owner, um, I can tell you some things that um, that have happened and why you would want to go a certain route or, or make sure of a certain thing or check a certain thing, like when you're doing any real estate or, or buy and sell a business, uh, especially. I've learned a lot of things the hard way that in that those circumstances, and I can't unlearn it. Yeah, once you once you know that you know. Because I experienced it. You went through it and it affected you. Yep. You don't make those same mistakes again, do you? No. And, and I call them filters. Yep. Everybody's got a filter based on what they've been through in their life. And so the, the filters factor into all of our decisions, what your filter is. But sometimes that filter is too much and you don't really open your head up to other options because that happened to me. I'm not changing it. I'm never doing that again. Even though it may things may have changed the what you made the mistake on, that new product may have changed. Whatever it is, um you have to open up your filters. So don't let schooling interfere with your education. <laughs> so that to me is like learning. And and education, it should be a learning process. You know who said that? Who? A guy that painted a fence named Mark Twain. Didn't he paint a fence or something? Yeah, he said Mark Twain so said that. And I I keep it going back to me, this whole idea of education versus really learning and understanding that you're getting something out of the education they're getting and you're going to apply it to your life. And again, I go back to kind of, you know, we have this whole balance thing with our lives. Yeah. And, you know, God's in the middle with us, but we've got our family, our spiritual, our social, our mental, our physical, and our career. You know, so we got all that stuff around our lives, and that balance better be in there because if you spend way too much money, maybe it's church, maybe it's this, or maybe it's way too much money, way too much time working. You can spend way too much time on anything, anything, and you lose balance. Even good things like work. Out. That's right. If you go to the point where you're spending six hours a day in a gym, yeah, 
that's out of balance yeah. or reading or whatever it is. That's right. And that's the interesting thing that I find with single people who have not been married for a while. Yeah. Sometimes they go out of balance because there's not somebody there slapping them going, hey. They go overboard right. with any certain area of their life. Right. And again, coming back to that balance centering point yep. that you really know that you know that I'm spending too much time doing this or doing that. And I need to balance more time with my family, right. more time with spiritually, maybe more more time uh, so, investing in Roth IRAs or life insurance. So understanding that balance is critically important to your retirement plan as well as it is with your life. So we have a visual and it's a wheel. It and is. it is divided into all of those things. And we use it once a, week, once a year to kind of rebalance things. <clears throat> so we take a look at these things and we say, you know what? We really should spend a bit more time. Oh, um, it could be on education. It could be on um Roth IRAs. It could be on exercise. It could be on our spiritual life. It could Whatever be on our is. diet. We're yeah. eating the wrong kind of foods. We're eating out too much. We're right. spending too much money eating out. So, so we those go things. through each one of those things on the balance wheel and then make a, and some notes into the wheel. And then we um, can, for the new year, our, that's how we do our New Year's resolutions. So I'm sitting here looking at our 2018. And uh, well, an I, I'm sitting here looking at our old one because we did it like one last year and, and we didn't do 2020. But but again, I noticed that a bunch of these things on this wheel that we wrote down. Yeah, we achieved. Oh, it reminds me of that book. Write it down. Make it happen. Again, once you get it, we got to take a break. We'll be, we'll be right back. We're going to talk and finish out on balancing that retirement act. Back playing the blues. That's BB King in it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a kind of Illinois boy, and we you go to the city, we could kind of follow Muddy Waters and BB King, and so I, I love whatever hear the blues. And you know, being in Greeley Wednesday nights, if you don't come down to the Bear Country, yep, and check the blues, you're missing it. If you have an instrument, bring it with you. Yeah, absolutely. And and Julie and I play the tambourine. <laughs> That's about as, as musically instrumental. I can do I can do a triangle. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyway, we're talking kind of about about retirement and the importance of really knowing that you know. Um, and, and if you've got a pen or paper, write this website down. Go to retirementmastery.com. Every single one of the shows that we do, we put them up on a weekly basis. And so there's just a ton of great shows, great content in there. Uh, and you can find we, we every show we title a certain thing. And today I think we're going to title this show, you can have two out of three. You can have safety, growth, or liquidity, but you can't have all three. You can have two out of three. So we'll put this show up under that title t- this week. And I know we've kind of gone off. You know, I do. I go down bunny trails every now and then. And so, uh, but unfortunately, but, we both do. We and do. So that's something that uh, Ron and I we have a lot of things in common, and that's one of them. Yeah, it truly bunny is. Trails. And and you know, our our goal is you know, if I can't have fun, I take my ball and go home. Because it's your life. No, but does that mean you're a quitter? No, you should have fun. And and not that you're not always going to, you're not always going to have fun. You're going to strike out and you're going to make some mistakes along the way. But again, even in work, if you can't figure out how to make your work fun, 
you're missing the mark. Yeah, see us. We'll help you. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's interesting. You were talking about Mark Twain earlier, and I was thinking about how I do that with grandkids. So work that needs to be done, I always want to make it a game for them. Yeah. Like, who can pick up the most toys in the, and I'm going to time you or anything like that. Yeah. And so make it fun. And um, maybe you just have to organize some things and you have the kids give you a hand with it. Maybe it's raking leaves. Um, give them a rake. I mean, well, give them a rake and then make a big pile of leaves and they let them jump in it. Right. Because because that's the fun part of it. And then stuff them in a pumpkin looking like bag. Yeah. Right? You know what? We're we've got a maple tree in front of our house and it is letting leaves loose. Isn't I know. It? I was thinking about sending that picture to our uh, families. We have a lot of family in Arizona. Yep. And I thought about, hey, you guys don't get to enjoy this. Look at the leaves on the ground and, you know, show them some fall pictures because they don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back a little bit. We've got just a minute or two here to finish up. You know, financial literacy is so overlooked in this world. And I believe that financial literacy and financial education and learning about retirement, learning about the investments you're in, learning about other asset classes is critically important to your success of growing your money and protecting your money. So that diversifying, we've always heard, don't put all your eggs in one basket. We've heard it our whole lives. Yep. But so often, people do that. They put it all, they trust one advisor, and they put it all in stocks and bonds or mutual funds or ETFs. And guess what? You're not diversified at all. What well, could go wrong? We have 30 million people unemployed. We have a market that's going up and up and up. But what? they think they're diversified because they have international stocks. They have gold and silver stocks. They think they're diversified. They are not. They are They are all in the Wall Street casino. Right. I have to tell you, in my opinion, having all your eggs in that Wall Street marketplace is really a risky thing to do. Right. And we're not saying that there still absolutely needs to be a percentage that's there. Oh, no doubt. We still believe in stocks and bonds. We still believe in ETFs and mutual funds and those kind of things. Just not your whole portfolio. Right. It should be one part. That should be one part of your asset class that is in more risky type of of stocks and bonds. And it's different for everybody. So guess what? We're at the lowest interest rate in the history of this country. Lowest interest rate ever. So guess what happens when interest rates go up to your bonds? Oh, that's not good. No, as interest rates rise, your bonds get killed. They go down. So, again, understanding that that if you're not being educated these things by your financial advisor, by your broker, call me. I'm a I'm a, basically a a, um, a protective. Um, what do you call it, Julia? A, a um, conservative asset protection. You we are, are big time into asset protection. So so understanding we're not more about the accumulation, we're more about protecting what you've already earned. And so that's right. where we come, especially if you're close to retirement or you're in your retirement years and all your eggs are in one basket. Right. And that's so freak that's what we find with most people that we sit down with, they're mostly all in the stock market. Right. So. And not covering one of the biggest risks in retirement. 
So, so get financially educated. Or get left behind. I think that's never been more true. And again, what could go wrong? 30 million people unemployed. We've got all the stock markets at all-time highs. Um, it's really a good time to get a second opinion and a cup of coffee. It's on me. Come give me a holler. I'll take you out to uh, breakfast or a cup of coffee, and we can talk about where you're at, where you want to be, and how you want to protect those assets. Um Go out and make it an awesome Saturday. Go out and shop local and uh, make t- make something happen. Do something fun today. Thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. God bless. The Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show, Retirement Mastery, and Ron Richards are not tendering tax, legal, or investment advice. This content and information is based solely on Ron Richards' personal opinions and research. If tax, legal, or investment advice is required, you should seek the services of a qualified professional.